I've got a hunger Twisting my stomach into knots That my tongue is tied off Welcome to We Have The Fact, two idiots guide to all things music on the journey to an effort to save their friendship. I'm your host, Ali Blazif, and with me as always is my co-host and sometimes friend, Justin Tachi. Hey. How's it going, guys? All right. So we're finally uh, out is, of the death cab years. Do a, yeah, uh, we're going to do a little uh, bonus episode for the end of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, I know everyone's probably putting together their 2018 list for out, uh, top 10 albums of the year. Um I mean, all the publications are starting to do it, so we decided to do it ourselves and do a top ten for um, ourselves. And we actually have a guest with us, as always, uh, our res- resident guest, George Andrews. Hi, everyone. Happy end of 2018. Yeah. Um, so just quickly. Uh, let's talk about how – why don't we talk about how George was late to the podcast today? Um, first of all, <laughs> if it's less than ten minutes, it's not late. <laughs> It's on time with Flair. <laughs> to be fair, though, you did tell me that you said that your Uber got into an accident. Now I'm very angry. It was more of an accident with himself. Like, we were turning from, you know, uh, Forest Hills, like, on to Cemetery. And instead of doing you, that, he you just Don't tell to people where you curb. live. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And now everyone can find us. <laughs> but, like... Can they, though? To be fair, they know you go to Johns Hopkins, so they're really yeah. trying to find Yeah, but that's a university. Like... <laughs> they don't know where I live. TBH, like, if they've listened to any of my episodes, they have my socials. Like, they have everything. Like, they know where I am. All right. Um, so before we get into our rankings, I wanted to briefly discuss what people should look forward to in 2019 in terms of our podcast. Uh, we have two more episodes that are coming out that are in this in-between stage. Or no, one more. We have the Twilight episode coming up. And then we have... Um, uh, no, we don't, but okay. And then we have the intro, or the episode zero for our new band, which we have decided on, but are yet to announce. We're going to announce it in that episode. And we will tease the fuck out of it for a couple weeks. Yes. Um, but until then, uh, let's talk about our Death Cab... Ra- not Death Cab rankings, sorry. Our music rankings for 2018 re- albums or EPs released in 2018. Uh, it's not albums or EPs. I'm just giving you the one caveat you can, oh, I so put, you can cheat. I put in two EPs. It is a top ten albums list. Ali just happens to not know any albums. <laughs> I know albums. I put in two EPs, though. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, trash. The, um, the, the caveat I gave to Ali was that he could put an EP if it had more than four songs and longer than 20 minutes. All right. Well, Which is fair. I mean, if anybody follows you know hip-hop culture the late i'm gonna go ahead and say it not so great triple x tentacion his posthumous album just came out and it's only 19 minutes and i would like to say not even an ep at that point yeah it's fair i'd also like to discuss Um, how we all said that all of our favorite 2018 songs were all written in 2017 because 2017 was a much better year for music than 2018 Oh, yeah, 2017 was way better. This year kind of sucked for music. I mean, there were some good albums. Well, here, yeah, you know, here's the deal. I think overall it sucked for albums, but I think we got a lot of great sales in 2018, which is a good omen for things to come in 2019. Shout out to Ariana. Ooh. All right, so we're going to cut into our top 10 list. Um, 
We're going to do a round robin, or as I like to call it, slingshot. I will start, and then George will go, then Ali, and then he'll come back around to me, and then back and back and back. Okay. Yeah. Um, starting off with mine number 10, it is Million Dollars to Kill Me by Joyce Manor. Interesting. Okay. I know that. I know that everyone's very excited about that record. Um, so my number ten slot has changed to like ten different albums. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they were higher on the list or anything. It's just it's really scraping. Mm-hmm. Um, this record I just like a lot of songs off of, and I listen to a lot. And I think it was a lot better than their last release, which was in 2016. Cody, I think, is their perfect pop and um, good word plays, um, playoffs. So I think it was a really good record, um, of theirs. Still not my favorite. I think self-titles is their best oh, right after, um, uh, never hung over again. So, um, but yeah, my number 10, uh, million dollars to kill me by Joyce Manor. Cool. All right. Moving on. Um, my number 10. And again, I feel like I had the same problem as Justin here. There were like, I think every album on my top 10 list hit this number 10 spot at some point, plus others that had to get cut off, obviously. But, and I think Ali and I are going to feel the same way on this as well. This album, you know, came up onto my top 10 when I realized that it came out in 2018 and not 2017. And I was so excited. This actually happened earlier today. I was like almost jumped out of my desk. Okay, let me just get to it. It's Combat Sports by The Vaccines. They're okay. a British indie rock band. Very exciting, very edgy, very fun. Lead single is called Nightclub. It'll make you feel like you just spent like eight hours out in like a Manchester club. Yeah, I, I can By the way, Ali, I would like to talk about how I love George's podcast vo- podcast voice. Oh, it it's something that since the first episode he's been on, he's definitely had like a cadence that's not his real voice that he uses. <laughs> anyway, continuing, Ali. Um okay, so uh, I, actually just quickly jumping on that, George, I did listen to that album and I do like that album a lot, but it did not make my list sadly. Um Ooh. I So I have a similar thing with my number 10 spot. I kept wanting to include something fun or funny or interesting, like just like a, a unique album for my number 10, just to like have an honorable mention in there. Um, and then I ended up going in a different direction completely last minute and ended up going to Loudon Wainwright III, Surviving Twin. It's The album's mostly based on like his one-man show, uh, and it, it has like snippets of... Uh, like there are clips and I'm sorry is this is this a, a musical record or I don't think we allowed this is not a musical shows. it's not a musical it's you know who Loud and Wainwright third is right no and I don't think anybody else does either honey okay I I <laughs> fuck you guys he's great it's a album of him reckoning with his father who passed away when he was 17 and him reflecting back on his his own uh, his childhood and then the childhood of his children. Uh, and it's like a father-son type of uh, record. It's really cool. There's snippets from like letters that his father wrote when he was a kid. There's snippets from journals he had written later on. It's like being haunted by the memory of your father in both a good and a bad way. It's really cool. Uh, number nine, Justin. Oh, uh, am, I, am I doing number nine? Yeah, right, slingshot. slingshot, you dick. Forget, I keep forgetting every time. Okay. Uh, my number nine is my first EP on the list, 
which is what happens when I try to relax by Open Mike Eagle. Um, I took Justin to an Open Mike Eagle concert last year, right? Yep. Yeah. It was real weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a good time. Love Open Mike. It's a really, really good uh, album. It kind of harkens back to some of his older work from like Hella Personal Film Festival uh, and rather than the like later era Open Mike. It's it's definitely high up on my list of things I love about him. Uh, it doesn't really reach uh, the last two albums for me in terms of height, but it's, it's really good. So two things with this. One, don't you mean Open Eagle Mike? <coughs> and two... <laughs> or Spread Eagle Mike. <laughs> um, uh, when me and Ali were going to see Open Mike Eagle, I thought, I kept honestly thinking this guy's name was Open, Mike, Open Eagle Mike. Yes. And... Not even to be a dick. I just thought that was what his name was. And two, I really feel like you just wanted to put last year's album on this, and you just oh, wanted to put something. Honestly, so. I, last year's album is so good, and I would love to put last year's album on here. <laughs> but this is also a pretty, pretty great. Twenty eighteen is wishing it was twenty seventeen. That kind of is true, and like I think it's not the only album on this list that you'll be like, oh, this is Ali wishing you could put a last year record on here. All right, George, you're number nine. Okay, so... It goes to you! That is not how Round Robin works. Whatever this This slingshot slingshot. bullshit is... No, this is garbage. (laughs) So, moving on, number nine. My number nine, um, I think, will come as no surprise to anyone. Ariana Grande, Sweetener. Um, I mean, it really... It has, and Justin, you have to agree here, it has your number one song of 2018 on there. No tears left to cry. It is 2018's number one slash only good single. Shut your Your mouth. mouth. Shut shut, shut, shut your mouth. mouth. (laughs) Anyway, so great. Glad you guys got to perform that. (laughs) The only reason why it's not higher on my list is a because thank you next is not on there, and b because really other than. God is a woman and no tears left to cry. The rest of the album was sort of forgettable for and, me. And C, just listen to the album this week. <laughs> I mean, I've heard those other songs before. Putting We're him on blast. <laughs> it would have been higher. The rest of the album is unfortunately forgettable. Number nine for me is, uh, is George's favorite album of the year. Um, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. Trash. By Arctic Monkeys. I'm sorry. If I wanted to listen to the soundtrack of the 1983, like, (laughs) Ritz Carlton Spokane, Washington. (laughs) To be fair, it's about, it's a concept record about a hotel in space. And I think that's pretty cool. That was actually one of the number tens I considered. Yeah, I think that the I think the wordplay that Alex mm-hmm. Turner has on the record is really interesting. I think that the instrumentation is really cool. Yes, was he a little too obsessed with the piano? Yeah, yeah. but was it down tempo the entire time? Yes, I fell asleep. It was Thank fun. You. I liked it. What I will say, what I will say, is Justin and I went for my birthday to see the Arctic Monkeys here in Boston, and the show was honestly fantastic. They um, very strategically did not play many songs from this record. They played five songs. Yeah, not that many. And (laughs) it was a great show. Um, Anyway, I mean, it makes it up. Uh, But yeah, I uh, I don't think it's the strongest release they've had. Um, I think AM is my favorite release by them. 
but I think it's a very good record. Um, so I, I, I'd really say that my number nine. Uh, I guess going on to my number eight, uh, I am going to cheat. Oh, and I'm pretty sure Ali. Okay. Boo. I'm pre- and I'm pretty sure Ali's gonna do the same cheat, but I don't know when he's gonna cheat, but he'll do the same. Uh, mass seduction <laughs> piano versions. I, I'm sorry. So this, not only is this a cheat, this just doesn't count. By, by St. Vincent. All right. It was released in 2018. Wrote, it is I the reworked no, version of the album. I definitely did this cheat as well. It's on my list, George. No. Shut your whore mouth. Justin and I, it's our show. We get to do what we want. Justin, it's cool. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sorry. I will have no part of this. George, you have shut nine up. albums on your shut list. Shut up. Shut up. George, no. I also have less than anyway, nine albums on my list, but so, whatever. Anyway, St. Vincent, Mass Deduction, Piano Version Rework. You know what? Fuck it. Let's throw in the 2017 as well. <laughs> it's a collab. I could believe I'm the only person who came up with ten actual albums. But so anyway, um, but no, but in all honesty, the, the, the Piano Version record was actually really beautiful. I thought it took the pop structure and took it to took it down um, uh, to a really interesting note. Um you notice how some of the songs are a lot more sexualized when they bring it down to only the piano. Mm-hmm. It's very, I will say, very exciting. I, um, I was just talking to someone today about how I think the same lyrics when I heard them in 2017 in the original album like seemed like, okay, they're like cool, interesting lyrics. And then over the piano, for some reason, they become so much deeper and like, like you feel them in your soul, kind of. It's such a good yeah, album. Yeah, she was like... Like I wear a little more leather. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. <laughs> um, anyway, all right, George, you're number eight. My number eight. Um, so unfortunately, because 2018 <coughs> was, you know, such a disappointing year for music, uh, seven of my albums are from non-American artists, and this is one of the three that is a non-English recording. Fadris Karam is a very popular Lebanese artist. Great Depka record. The album's called 4436. No one who listens to this is going to want to listen to it, but it's a banger. Helps me get through the day at work. Love it. Love him. Love everything. Great 2018 release. On to you, Ali. All right. So next on my... This is number... Your number eight. Eight is Swimming by Mac Miller. Uh, we just lost Mac Miller this year, um, but it was a great, great, great album and kind of has a whole new meeting after he passed as well. It was, uh, I don't know, there's like a lot of uh, lyrics in there and and songs that kind of uh, make his death even more heartbreaking somehow. Uh, but it, I think it was his finest work and uh, it's that steam go. Uh, I have not listened to it. Um, you should. I probably will, uh, but I haven't listened to it. So I've, I've heard good things, actually. I heard it was, was one of his more beautiful releases. So Yeah. Um, all right, you're number seven. My number seven is Lump by Lump. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I, think, I think you broke up a little bit there. Do you mind repeating that for the class? I said my number seven album was Lump by Lump. That's sick. Um, okay, cool, Lump is Laura Marling's new band. I don't know if this is a continuing project or if it's a one-off with... Uh, I don't know his name, uh, but it kind of is like a, I wanted to include Laura Marling's last year album as well, but I can't do that. 
Um, and then she came out with Lump this year, which I thought was pretty great. Um, it's interesting. It's cool. It's, it's different. Uh, I really enjoyed it. There's like haunting, uh, tones to it. All right. George. All right. My number seven is Fame by Maluma. Um, some of you who are more in touch with your Latin roots, if you have any, slash the pretend ones that I created okay. for myself, sure. will love Maluma. This record is straight fire from beginning to end. Every last track will have your pants dissolving immediately. If you want to get a lovely lady in your pants right now, throw in a little Maluma, works every time. Half the time. Okay, I have to to interject here. When you first said that, all I could think of was the Numa Numa guy. That's all I thought it was for the longest time. And I was like, wait, that came out a long time ago, George. Under 35, she knows who Maluma is and has a photo of him on her phone. Yeah, I I don't think anyone will know any of the songs you're choosing, George, but we love you anyway. Justin! Fantastic Colombian artist. (laughs) By the way, I'm really excited that we had a guest that was going to put all foreign albums on. Yeah. (laughs) At least I have 10 albums Um, from 2018. (laughs) I have a list. What do you have? Justin! Uh, My number seven is a band that I really love. Uh, They went on hiatus in 2012. Um, they came back with a record called Promise Everything, but this year they released their first um, major label major label debut on Fuel by Ramen, and it is by, Beside Myself um, by the band Basement. Um, this band has been developing in sound. I think that they have pulled a lot of interesting influences from Mineral and Jimmy World and kind of combined them together. Um, they used to sound kind of like if Pearl Jam was a hardcore band, but um, now they're kind of pulling it together to be more of, like, I would say a rock outfit than anything. Um, the reason that the record isn't a little higher on my list is just because um, I, there's a couple misses on the record for me. Maybe not, like, complete misses, but a little couple blah tracks, so it's not a full, complete record for me. But it's, the, some like, I would say 75% of the record is very good, so. Fair enough. All right, my number six, which I totally forgot came out in 2018 because it came out the second week in January, um, uh, The House by Porches. Um, oh, I 20- did not know that was 2018. I thought it was 2017. <laughs> Honestly, one of the hidden gems of 2018. Yeah. I think this is one of the few on Justin's list that I am 100% behind. That's a, that's a great album. Yesterday. Yep. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's um, great. So I personally like Pool better, which is why this record, this record's number six for me and not like number one. Because mm-hmm. in 2016, um, well, technically, A Moonshaped Pool by Radiohead came out that year. So Pool was number two for me. Mm-hmm. But it was any any Radiohead releases in number one for me. But back to 2018, um, The House is very good. I thought it was really cool how he kind of just demoed all the songs and just let them release straight up straight out not really overproduce them um i every time i see them live it is incredible me and ali have seen them mm-hmm. uh he was really weird um <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> it's like a party on xanax but it's awesome and uh yeah i i very much enjoyed this record i 
literally look forward to every release that they yeah. do. Yeah, I've never before seen a performer not care if there was an audience. I feel like he's in his living room doing the exact same thing right now. Like, oh, 100%. He's in his own world. We're just there. All right, George, number six. All right, my number six is the first of two comeback albums that are on my list for this year. I guess, if nothing else, 2018 was the year of the comeback. But this comes out of Sweden. This is Robin's new record, Honey. To be fair, uh, Robin had uh, number three on Pitchfork, so it is a release that people care about. Okay. I am am giving Justin signals facially throughout. But people care. No, this is the true spiritual... Uh, you know, follow up <laughs> to her three-part album in 2010, you know, Glory Days of High School. Uh, the album back then was called Body Talk, parts one through three, although part, part three ended up just becoming the compilation of one and two plus extra tracks. She, she couldn't figure herself out back then. But no, this, I mean, it's a great dance record. If you're a fan of Robin, if you're a fan of electropop, if you're a fan of bringing back the 90s, but you know, in a 2010s context, definitely check it out. Beginning to end, again, this is a very, very solid dance. Well, I, yeah, it kind of sounds like a, like, uh, has, like, throwbacks to, like, mid-90s to late-90s. Well, because punk, she was a Daft Punk. Yeah, sort of, in that, sort of in that vein. I mean, she's definitely been, um, you know, working with a lot of new producers, you know, some French producers as well, so that might be where sort of that Daft Punk flavor is coming from, but uh, not a lot of people know this, actually, but she had her first top ten hit as a sort of pop teen princess in the United States in the <laughs> mid-90s. They were, you know, sort of a la Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, you know, sort of bubblegum pop, and then got disillusioned with that, went away from music for a while, went back to Sweden, and then sort of came back in 2010 with body talk as her you know message of freedom and like artistic license yeah. alright Ali you're uh, number six okay you guys are feel like you're going to get upset because I'm uh, okay uh, this is Little Beast by Lucy Wainwright Roche Lucy Wainwright Roche is the daughter of you guessed it Loudon Wainwright the <laughs> third it might as well be Little Manuel Miranda at this point they're not, it's not like a musical thing, George. I understand, but it might as well be. Um, the, the, the Wainwright family, so his three children are all also musicians. Uh, Martha Wainwright, uh, um, Lucy Wainwright Roche, and, uh, Rufus Wainwright. Um, and they're all amazing. That entire family is so talented. Uh, and she did an amazing job this year. She fucking outdid her dad. Um, Rufus Winner had a great album last year, but we can't talk about that. That's fair. What's your number five, buddy? All right. My number five. Fun that you said buddy because it's by Buddy Guy. The blues are alive and well. <laughs> um, what a segue. Yeah. <laughs> Justin really cute it guy. up. Did you guys do a pre-show call that I was not a part of? <laughs> Um, well, to be fair, we did have 10 minutes to wait for you to say it. That is true. Uh, Buddy Guy, uh, great, great album, legend. Gr- like, I love it. Uh, it. When I heard this album, it put me back on, like, a blues kick, which I, I used to be very into the blues, and I kind of weaned off. And this, like, really brought it back in full swing for me, and I thought I definitely needed to mention this album because it was fantastic. Okay, nice. 
George, your number five. So my number five is actually, so it's the second of the comeback records. This is Lily Allen's new record, No Shame. Although, for the record, as everyone knows, I don't believe that she should have needed a comeback record because her 2014 record, Jesus, I thought was fantastic. She got slept on. But in developing a bit of, like, a little sad boy streak, I've been, like, getting into my more, like, emotional... But side, especially like as the weather is getting grosser and grosser out here in Boston, you know, you need a little bit of like a cry, a little bit of a lament. You need a little bit of like a, oh, I'm sorry I did coke and got caught with a female prostitute in L.A. Oops, sorry, Lily, but love you anyway. And this record really shows, you know, a whole new side of her. Gone is sort of the overconfident, boisterous pop princess. And here comes in, you know, this new in-touch, emotional, repentant pop queen. That's fair, George. But how do you respond to the fact that the album is poo-poo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not. Would I, is, is it the same as her other records? Absolutely not. Is it perfect? No. But I think that... It's what she needed to do. She was told by the music industry that she needed she to needs- apologize. And so she apologized on this record, but she has no shame. And neither do I. Um, fun. All right. Well, I guess I'll take um, I chose Proper Dose by The Story So Far, which is a prominent um, pop-punk band from California, Walnut Creek, uh, California. Um, they are from the East Bay. They have an innovative... Uh, pop punk sound, I would say probably the most innovative band since Newfound Glory in the genre. Um, this release in itself is probably their most innovative to date. It definitely has a little bit more pop elements. Um, the singing is definitely a little bit more drawn out rather than just short uh, bursts of uh, energy. Um, I really like the record. I think that it's... Um, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites of theirs, but it's definitely up there, and it, everything they do is very well done. So uh, it was a good record. So, All right, my number four. Um, it would be kind of shitty if I didn't put this on my top ten this year, but um, I very much enjoyed this record, and it is the best that they've done in years. Uh, thank you for today by Death Cab for Cutie. Woo! <laughs> um, well, I thought we all had a pre-show pack that we weren't allowed to put that on the list. No one what? had any... Why, hey, was that a pact? Was nobody on my pre-show call? <laughs> I tried to Skype you both in. George has just a conversation with himself, and he's like, we decided this. Anyway, okay. um, just listen back to the whole episode that we did about this record. We have an hour-long conversation about it. All you need to know is that Gold Rush is the year's worst single. Okay, but I'm so, here to okay, defend Gold Rush. anything by Drake. But I'm, like, after Drake's string of garbage, Gold Rush. I'm standing by worst. Gold Rush. I, I, I do think Thank You For Today was a great album. Again, we talked in length about it, but 60 and Punk was amazing and very happy to have it amongst the... Yeah, I mean, the whole record's great. We had an hour-long conversation. I don't feel like I need to add any more time to this. George, you're number four. My number four, um, it's the last of the non-English language records, and I think probably the most important, it's Vibras by J Balvin. What's important about this record is that it proved 
that a non-English record can be commercially successful in mainstream America on, on the Hot 100, on the Billboard 200, you know, on Top 40 radio, and I think that's why it's important. There's a lot of great tracks on the album. Um, I, unfortunately, as previously heard on this podcast, was unable, due to extenuating circumstances, to go to the tour, um, despite having tickets for months, which was very sad. But, you know, he puts on a great show. Damn you, Carly! If you saw him at the Latin <laughs> Grammys, like, J Balvin was absolutely amazing. I think he <laughs> snubbed in a lot of categories. Oh, yeah, but Justin, go ahead, cough out. right into the mic. Justin, cough right into the mic. That's what the audience wants to hear. I didn't cough into it. I coughed into my hands. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ali, you're number four. All right, this is an album I expected to hear Justin say, and uh, uh, I mean, it might be later on, but um, Lush by Snail Mail. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird that I haven't mentioned it yet. Oh, it's coming up, I guess, then. <laughs> maybe, maybe we're giving things away. Maybe All we're right. showing them how we make the soup. Like, come on. Uh, great, great album. I'm not going to add anything to this. Great album. Right kind of reminds me of Phoebe Bridgers uh, to some extent. Um, Justin introduced me to her, and uh, I, I really like her music. That's We'll talk about her more when we get to her on someone else's list, I guess. Yeah, uh, I, I have nothing to say. But I mean, I so. yeah, no, I mean, my only comment is, you know, I'm very impressed with her. I found out recently through Justin, you know, that she's only 19. Mm-hmm. Like, kudos to her. She's been doing a great job. I think that we have great things coming from her. Justin, stop coughing. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm just really excited for the future. I mean, hopefully her 2019 is even brighter than her 2018. Although, you know, as a lot of you have probably seen already, I mean, she's in the top five on a lot of people's top 50 lists for this year. And kudos again to her. Yeah, wonder what number she is. Anyway. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, next up on my list is Clean by Soccer Mommy. Also great album, similar vein. Uh, she did an incredible job as well. That is a great record. I did not sadly include that on my. I didn't listen to it enough this year, so. Oh, I her. She kind of like crept up, like she was like one of those random Spotify recommends this person. I was like, you don't know me, Spotify, and then like an hour later, just when you pick Spotify, you know me so well. <laughs> so, um, great album, love yeah. it, George. All right, so my number three um, is Voice Notes by Charlie Puth. Charlie Puth, who is sort of the um, forgotten pop star right now. He's sort of one of those guys where, like, if you play his songs, like, you definitely know who he is, and he's definitely worthwhile. He actually went to Berkeley right here in Boston. Um, He's only a couple years older than us, actually. You know, so he's, like, hometown guy, actually from Jersey, so from where you're from, Justin, very close by to Wachung over there. (laughs) Why are you telling everybody where we live? I mean, they don't know where you live. But, you know, I mean, great, great to support, like a, you know, quasi hometown act. Fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Standout tracks, The Way I Am, Attention, LA Girls. Just great overall. Yeah. Uh, me now, right? Yeah. Um, my third record and probably my most listens of the year. Uh, is Baydream by Culture Abuse. 
Um, I saw these guys twice this year, one before the record came out and one after. I saw them on the turnstile store with uh, Touche and Moore. Um, and that record, uh, this record is just catchy as fuck. It is, I like their 2016 release, Peach, which was their debut LP. Um, it's just perfect summertime record. Um, in general, just a great listen. It's just fun. Um, yeah, I mean, it's everything you want about punk, but still in a very accessible way. So I think it was a good release. Um, my number two, um, which probably could be my number one. Why is he, George is yelling at me. What? How, I cannot hear him yelling at you, so. Yeah, I know. He's yelling also, at me. Also, why are you at number two? Well, I'm at number three. I it's just, his stupid slingshot method. Yeah, I do my number two, and then we come back around. You do number two, and then... No, but I haven't one. done my number three. No, we can't. We have to do all the number... Because then you're going to reveal a number one before all the twos are done. What do you mean? You all skipped an album. Done. No, Justin skipped no. an album. Justin should be at number three right now. Yeah, he did Culture Abuse, which was his number three. Yeah, and, and then, then I, I, now I'm doing my number two. No, you should have... And then he... You should have done your number four and number th- three, no? No. So when you get to me, I have I have my number three and two that I haven't done yet. Sure, you wrote the numbers right. Ju- George, did you? You only have two left, right? I have two left. Yeah, we have two left. Okay, well I skipped one then. <laughs> cool. I don't know how I ended up saying one fewer than the rest of you. <laughs> Insane. It makes no sense. How do you not make? I don't anyway, know how I, I ended up being behind. <laughs> Are you sure you wrote 11 records? Like, what? Oh, I might have written 11 records. <laughs> He's such oh, a fucking idiot. God. He's such a fucking idiot. This is what happens when you let them include EPs. <laughs> hey, guys, I put in 11. Trash. <laughs> oh, you fucking asshole. Well, and, your number one's off. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck that. I'll, Loudon, Loudon Wainwright gets kicked off. Sorry, Loudon. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry, we are, you already got airtime for that. <laughs> you, you, fuck you. Anyway, my number two. Okay. Um, because I, by the way, leave all of this in. Oh, fun. Great. <laughs> um, my number two is uh, Turnstile, Time and Space. Um, Turnstile is one of my favorite bands in general. Definitely probably one of my best new hardcore bands on the scene newer if you will um they keep progressing and making hardcore innovative none of their albums sound the same um i don't think this is necessarily my favorite release of theirs because i fell in love with um their first uh debut lp but this record is incredible the instrumentation is awesome the singing uh, from everybody on this record is awesome. The drumming, it, it's just a fucking, it makes you want to jump the fuck off of everything. Um, I'm seeing them at the end of the year. I'm very excited. They are always a joy to see and just, it's a fun fucking party. All right, George, you're number two. So my number two um, is Room 25 by No Name. Technically, this is actually her debut record. Yeah, because all think, the yeah, so mixtapes, right? Well, no, yeah. So the 2016 release was technically a mixtape, although they're the same length. So, I mean, who raps it? Raps. Who gets to say what's a mixtape and what's an album? But Room 25, um, it was. I mean, what can I say other than wow? Um, I listened to it four times in a row the day it came out on Spotify. 
I think Ali and I fangirled out for a solid, like, six hours straight on, like, Facebook Messenger, like, thir- you know, 13-year-old girls. Um, we did. Yeah, I mean, I still listen to it at least once a week. Actually, the music video, her first ever music video for Black Exploitation, which is the second track on the album, just came out. It's kind of cool. It's got a bit of, like, a Godzilla vibe going. Mm-hmm. Very Chicago, very um, politically aware, very, very cool. Okay, because of my fuck up, now I'm going to do three, two, and one. <laughs> You're such a fucking idiot. Yeah, so <laughs> let's rush through. It's fine. It's albums we've talked about. So first of all, my number three is the album you assumed uh, you created the rule of EPs for. It's Boy Genius by Boy Genius. Uh, this, wow, I'm surprised it's not your number one. Yeah, that's Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dacus, and uh, Julian Baker. I love this album quite a bit, but I, I think I love them individually even more somehow. Uh, yeah, I didn't include this on my list because, one, it is an EP, and two, also because, frankly, I like the songs, but I don't think them as a supergroup really does it for me. I'd rather listen to them individually more than, than them together. Yeah. So rushing through, uh, my number two is Mass Seduction, the piano covers by St. Vincent. We've already talked about it. So good. She's great. I, I love this. This is Fantastic. one of my favorites. <laughs> um, and then finally, uh, George's number two is my number one, Room 25 by No Name. Great album. No Name shines brightly. Uh, at first, I was kind of resentful because it wasn't as good as the mixtape, but it's grown on me. And I think it's not comparable to the mixtape because it's... Um, they're two different things. She's going for two, two diff- completely different things. They're very unique sounds. They're very complex in their own way. Uh, and I, I don't think you should compare them. Um, they're, they're both fantastic. I definitely agree. Okay, wow, me. Okay, so my number one. Um, this honestly wasn't even a challenge. I think this was like the first, when I thought of 2018, this is the first record that I thought of. Point blank. I quite literally listened to at least one track from this album every single day and I have since it was released. It's Beautiful People Will Ruin Your Life by the Wombats. They're one of my favorite bands. I've been following them since high school. I'm, you know, completely obsessed. I saw them my freshman year at BU and it was absolutely amazing. I tanked a Biolab final the following day just so I could stay out and enjoy the night to see them. Just perfection. They're a great, fun, um, poppy Brit rock band. They're from Liverpool, so, you know, they got that uh, Beatles swag. And if you've never heard of them, you should definitely check them out. Yeah, I know they put on a great live show. I saw them at Riot this one year. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, my number one. It's uh, just uh, probably my, yeah, it's just definitely my favorite release of the year because uh, she blew me away. Lush by Snail Mail. Nice. Um, so, oh my god, what a <laughs> I know. I had no <laughs> idea. Out of nowhere. Like somebody gave it away. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I honestly will say album of the year. Um, this is uh, a lot of times uh, a number one for me is always just a band that comes through and releases another record, like a favorite band of mine, like, I don't know, Death Cab. But um, – this record was just a beautiful indie record in every single sense of the word. The lyrics are just perfect in perfect in the way they are because they're not the most expressive, but they're in their hesitation. I think they're very interesting and play very well with the chords that she uses. 
the fact that she's so young really just makes it interesting. I really think that she's like the younger Phoebe Bridgers, if you will, but I think, honestly, in my opinion, I think she has more talent musically than Phoebe Bridgers does. Wow. I think Phoebe Bridgers is a better singer. I kind of like Phoebe Bridgers more, but um, that's just me. Yeah, but I don't think that she writes all her music. Like, I mean, mm. I think she writes, like, a lot of the lyrics and stuff, but I think that she doesn't write, like, literally all the parts of the songs. Okay, I don't know for sure, uh, but I'm not Yeah, gonna... like, yeah, so I don't think, that, like, I think she has, like, a songwriting partner that she, like, you know, I mean, I think she writes, like, most of her chords and stuff, but I might, I, I'm pretty sure that, but I know for a fact it's now Mel, she fucking writes everything. Lindsay Jordan, I believe it is. Um, but yeah, no, this is my number one record of the year. Uh, I actually just bought it from the Matador store on sale. It was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, that's my number one. Okay, so. so before we move on, I quickly was on the uh, Death Cab Discord, and even though we're not really the Death Cab guys anymore, uh, we still love them and are huge fans of those fans. So I asked them what some of their favorite albums for 2018 were, and I'm just going to read some of these albums off, and if you want to comment on any of them, uh, feel free to stop me. Sure. Death Cab Storm Chaser, which I believe to be Nerdy Birdie, who is a friend of the show, uh, who was on last episode, said the new Mitski album, obviously, which both Justin and I discussed the Mitski album and said we don't like it as much as Mitski's other stuff. Wow, although that would have been a smart guy answer because, um, you know, I was doing a little bit of research to see what the competition's been saying, and she has been on literally every time. Yeah, she's list. number one on Pitchfork. But to be fair, like, all those publications suck her fucking dick every year. So. Yeah. She can I, literally shit. She can shit on a record, and it would fucking Here's the thing. One. Retired from Sad is perfection. Puberty 2 is pretty great, um, but this one did not live up I to think she's been getting – I think you're right. I think she's been getting worse each yeah. release. <laughs> not in like not in like a bad way, but she's trying too many things. I think the first record was perfect. And she's yeah. About that. Um. But anyway, um, the official body by shopping is a personal fave. That's what I see very few people talking about. That's what Death Cab Storm Chaser said. We have Maddie who said the new Metric album and Interpol Marauder. The new Metric album is pretty good. Um. God, what's the name of that album? I listened to it too. <sighs> It escapes me right now, but it's, it's a good album. I really liked it. Entropy by The Collection. Oh, sorry. Death Cab on the Death Cab. <laughs> that this person just called himself Death Cab. Cool. Death Cab from the Death Cab Discord said Entropy by The Collection and um, Mirror Master by Young the Giant. Mirror Master was pretty good if you're into Young the Giant. I'm sure that's not on your list. Well, like, honestly, they sort of fell off the face of the earth. To be fair, like, what, they had one record and then eight years later are coming out with another, and so they sort of, I mean, they sort of just lost the thread with me. Like, it's not that I don't love them anymore, which I definitely do, but, you know, they just sort of, it took them so long to come out with a sophomore release that it's like, do you even matter? Um, Feature Creature said Little Dark Age, which is, I believe, an MGMT record? Yes. Yes, Uh, which... uh, MGMT was not really my bag, but uh, I heard the record and it was good, I guess. Yeah, I heard the record was good. I heard it was one of their better ones in a couple of years, but I'm frankly like you, like you, it's not my bag, so I don't, I don't really subscribe to that. And finally, um, user, don't look at my gay little legs, said 
albums from 2018 only, and then never responded to me after that. So, <laughs> thanks for that, so buddy. I think he's really where the rest of us are, honestly. <laughs> like 2018, call me next year. So yeah, um, that, that's uh, some of our Discord uh, friends uh, said that. Check out the Discord and the Deathcap subreddit; they're great. Uh, but we're no longer the Deathcap guys. Check out our new band's uh, socials, but we're not talking about them yet. So, well, I will say this: um, I just want to say that, and all the wine is all for me. Okay, so that wraps that up. <laughs> um, happy New Year's, everyone. We will be seeing you guys again in January when we're releasing the Twilight episode and then our new episode zero and our band announcement, so be excited for that. Well, I mean, pretty much if anyone knows the band, they will know by what I just said. But anyway, um... <laughs> if that makes it into final edit. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know Ali gets to cut this, right? Yeah, but I thought that would and be cool. And you had cool. some convenient pauses before and after <laughs> in editor's dream. Wait, Ali, right. can you start talking for a second? <laughs> yeah, what do you want me to say? Uh, just keep talking. Oh, you're looking something. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's a trap. Okay, it's yeah. A trap. Um, anyway, uh, well, please stay subscribed to the, the podcast. We will be having more content. Season two will be coming at you by the end of January with at least episode zero. There will not be a Twilight episode, so don't look forward to that. Um, also, please follow us on Instagram at, at the Facts Pod. Follow our Twitter at, at the Facts Pod. Please stay in touch with our email, which is wehavethefactspod.com or at, at gmail.com. Yep. And. Um, yeah, and uh, we will continue to talk on the Deathcap subreddit, and we will also probably join the other band subreddit once that starts. Um, so we will be doing the same idea with another band. Yes. Also, during the hiatus, if you're you know starved for any kind of content, especially with the holiday season coming up, my blog is in full swing for the Christmas season, following Plug. up into New Year's. You can find all of my posts, all of the new recipes, everything, you know, to make your Christmas bright, even you sad boys, um, on Instagram, at NotSpanishJorge, Snapchat, at NotSpanishJorge, and, you know, on the interwebs at SyrianAmericanKitchen.blogspot.com. Yeah, just hit him up on Facebook. He just wants to Yeah, talk. just hit my ass up. Like, honestly, <laughs> I work a desk job. Like, I don't do much He's very bored. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, like, if, if you want me to look after your parents, like, just throw that shit on Skype. And George's, I'll watch George's blog is great. He just dropped a, a recipe for uh, were the chocolate truffles. They, were, they looked amazing. Yeah, the chocolate truffles came out really good, actually. And he made coconut truffles, too. Yeah, Ooh, so I made some dark chocolate, um, some coconut. Uh, in a couple days, we're going to be doing the white chocolate with orange blossom. It's really exciting. And we um, might be announcing more George content soon. Anyway, um, let's get that's in... ridiculous. That's never that. <laughs> let's get into our final wrap-up segment. <laughs> Hopes and dreams for 2019. <laughs> Hashtag brighter 2019. By the way, I'd like to say to the people that listen to this podcast, thank you very much for listening to it. Mm -hmm. Me and Ali, honestly, 
did not believe any of this would have continued past episode zero. Um, the fact that you people give a shit is incredible because we know that we are very shitty to you. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I'm nice to that. And, um, but we try to release content as much as we can. With our busy schedules, it is sometimes hard, but we really want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening and giving a shit what these two fucking idiots have to say. Mm-hmm. And um, I will say that me and Ali talked less because we try to keep uh, all the fun conversations for podcasts. So yep, so our really friendship is best. dying for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, Homer is in the building. Okay. Um... Uh, well, can we do from now on a Mark uh, a Mark Marin rip where we go Homer lives? No, because Bomer was lost and might have died. <laughs> I don't want that to happen to Homer. <laughs> Boomer, sorry, not Bomer. Um, yeah, none of that bad juju. Oh, also things that we're looking forward to. I'm especially looking forward to being reunited with our little Homer next month. He's making a little post. New Year's trip up to Boston. Some brown guys coming too. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, whatever. <laughs> the most uh, important part is Homer is making the eight-hour drive. All right, so I wanted to talk about before we finish the episode. New Year's. What are your music New Year's resolutions? Things you want to hear more. Things you want to do more relating to music. Um, just in general, music New Year's resolutions. George, go. Um, I think my music New Year's resolution is I sort of want to branch out more. I feel like in the last year or two, I've sort of been getting stuck in a rut, you know, with some of the same bands, which is why, you know, doing this podcast every so often with you guys has really been helpful for me because it's, you know, gotten me into Death Cab. It sort of opened up, you know, a new avenue musically for me. So I want more of the same in 2019. I want more genres. I want more variety. I want more discovery. Justin. Um, 2019 things. Um, uh, would probably be to get into more... What genre am I really lacking in? I'd really probably like to get into a little bit more jazz. Um, Maybe we could play that Casey Musgraves album for you that everyone's talking about. I, yeah, by the way, that thing is on like number two or number one in every Lund's list. It's yeah. incredible. Um, it, she oh, well, was on I my list it. for a little bit because it is great. But um, I took why was it number twelve on your fucking number ten list? It was probably it, it was twenty eighteen. It was the number <laughs> eleven. Minimum, honestly, you should put it at number five because you know at this point, who cares how many records you have on there? <laughs> anyway, um, no, but I think uh, listening to a little jazz and also touching upon, um, I wanted to dive into some more bands like Nine Inch Nails into like mm-hmm. a lot of their more deep catalog stuff and just. I mean, there's always bands I'm trying to dive deep into that, like Husker Du and a lot of, like, the 80s, like, um, punk and, like, hardcore stuff, so. All right. Um, I think I have a couple things I want to try to do in the New Year's. Number one, I want to try to go to more shows because I have not gone to that many shows this year. Um, uh, Hopefully, if I get a job back in Boston, Justin and I will be going to a lot of shows, but we'll see about that. Um, so more shows, more live, uh, oh, wait, Justin's not unemployed anymore. So that's exciting. I don't know if we yeah, told them you were unemployed saga. for a little bit. Oh yeah. I was unemployed for two months, people. <laughs> <laughs> I was unemployed. Woo! Yeah. I don't, I don't think we mentioned like, it. <laughs> um, I think I want to hit, uh, a, like a thousand subscribers to this show 
in the next year. I think we can do it. Uh, and that's when we can get advertisers that, so that this show is not free. I mean, free to the listener, not free, meaning we make money because I, I would like to do some of that. So people, we need your help trying to spread the word on this podcast, even though we suck sometimes. We love you. Anyway. <laughs> Finally, I'm... Yeah, by, by the way, I will say this, people, that George very much hates how we run this podcast. Oh, yeah. And wants... This is the laziest <laughs> operation yeah. I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> uh, and then finally, I I keep going back and forth about whether I want to actually do this, but I'm considering picking up an instrument again in 2019 because I have not played anything since I was 17, and last time I was home a few months ago... Uh, I picked up my old bass guitar and was playing on that, and you I really miss it. You your old fedora. I did pick up my fedora as well. I put on the fedora and the bass guitar, and I played with both. <laughs> uh, but Oh, I got a new... I'm getting a new hat, by the way, and uh, George won't let me wear it around you. <laughs> yeah. So, just yeah we, you know. can't, we can't be uh, being a bad influence. All right, so that's our 2018. Thanks for listening. We love you. Join us next year. We'll Yay! have more for you guys. Happy 2018.